Welcome to Best in Class, the podcast where we talk about the best times and the best cars. I'm Steve. I'm here with Adam. And we're going to talk about our favorite cars and when they're at the top of their game. Can't wait. Good to see you, Adam. Good to see you. We're here live at the Motoring Club in Venice, California. And today's car that we're going to talk about is the Mazda Miata. The answer, according to the internet, is always Miata. Is that true? It might be. It might be if, if you're into that kind of car. Uh, <laughs> this is the Roadster that took the world by storm in the 90s and has been an enthusiast favorite ever since. It's been raced, modified, sometimes well, sometimes poorly. And some would say it would be the true meaning of Zoom Zoom for Mazda. And maybe the last car that was deserved of those two words. So That's a strong statement. It is a strong statement. Come on, Mazda Speed 3? That that was a fun car, maybe. I mean, I'm gonna <laughs> keep, right, I'm gonna keep an open mind. Carry, carry I'm on. gonna keep an open carry mind. Carry on. So we're gonna go back a little bit in time, do a little bit of history. Uh, it was 1976. Uh, Bob Hall, a journalist in Motor Trend Magazine, uh, and also fluent in Japanese. That's gonna be important to our story. That's that's a key a key part part of dealing with Mazda. Yes, he uh, when he was working at Motor Trend. Uh, met up with the head of research and development Mazda and mentioned we need to make a roadster, a small car like the old British style. Uh, I think the quote was bugs in the teeth, wind in the hair, classically British sports car that doesn't exist anymore. So is this the 1970s version of a journalist clamoring for a wagon now? Like so a brown wagon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, ne- but in the 70s it was apparently we need roadsters. Every, and and yeah. Mazda was the only one that listened. I think it was every journalist says we need to go back to where things were before. And this is true, apparently, even in 1976, where he's like, before the kids with their TikTok ruined it. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. So the journalist is still saying, let's take it back to the 50s. Uh, So Mazda said that seems like a pretty good idea. 1981, they started working on it. Uh, Bob Hall, our journalist who we just mentioned, actually went to work for Mazda and to start designing the car. And it was actually designed in Southern California, so it is a bit of a hometown hero. So he pitched his way into a job. I think so. I think it was the last time that a manufacturer let a journalist work for them. So No, nah, they, they, they still switch back they and still forth back and all forth? the time. Okay. Yeah. It's a pretty incestuous industry. So uh, the code name for the car uh, was the Duo 101. Want to guess why? Oh, I read about this. Yes. Uh, Roof up and roof down. There you go. Oh, mm, hey. Yeah. And inspired by the British Roadster, you know what the name was? Or which British Roadster it was, supposedly? Now, this I do know. Yes. The Lotus Elan. Very good. I tell you. I think you've done the show before. <laughs> uh, so, apparently, the door handles, tail lamps, and grill uh, was all inspired by the Lotus Elan. I can see the, the guppy mouth grill of the first generation just completely aping. The Lotus. So they actually had uh, a Lotus Elan in the design studio when they were making the car. Go ahead and belch. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the car was designed over a number of years, and then in 1985, it was tested in Santa Barbara, which is when we got our first look at it, and apparently everybody was excited. So before we get too boring on this uh, podcast... We'll go through really quick the generations of the Mazda. Yeah, this one's a real barn burner on the generations. Yeah. They, yeah. It starts with NA, and then the second generation is, you guessed it, NB, 
third generation. Anyone? In C. And I guess we're up to ND now? We are. So first generation was 1990. Yep. Debuted at like the 89 auto sh- I forget which auto show, but in 89 it debuted for sale as a 90. Yes. Yep. And you want to guess what it cost back then? Oh, man. Okay. While I, I, while I queue up the commercial for it. $1990? Um, 17 grand. Oh, it's very close. Ooh. You're wrong. You're, <laughs> you're not. You're less wrong than you are normally. You want to? How about you guess the top speed back then? Top speed would. What there was the gentleman's agreement to like one fifty in Japan, or was that just JDM market cars? Uh, you have no idea. On that. I have no idea. Yeah. All right, what's the top speed? I just, what's the top I, speed? When you say gentleman, I just, I just, You're <laughs> out. yeah, I'm out. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think you would know anything about that. Uh, went 126 miles an hour. Oh, see. But so it was well within the gentleman's agreement yeah. of 150. The gentlemen were on board. <laughs> uh, 120 or 126? You said 126. 126. Okay. And I know because you're, you're, you're fairly fit. Uh, Want to guess what the weight was? This will be important later on. Yeah, I'm, I'm fairly fit or I'm fairly fat, and so I'm guessing weight. Um, you know, uh, either, either. 1,900 pounds. Oh, 2,000. All right. Pretty close. See, yeah. come on. Yeah. I'm knocking this That's, out of the uh, park no, you're here. doing. you're getting very – I mean, you're off by, a, well, 100 a pounds. A small margin. 100 pounds. 100 yeah. pounds. Uh, and, of course, it came in manual, which was what made it so popular. Uh, so to take us back to that time – See if I can get this to work. Yeah, if you could just pop me into the Wayback Machine. You ready give, for this? Give me for 1990. You ready for this? I'm ready. Go ahead. Uh, were you, you weren't born yet, were you? I was born okay. in 1990. 19- okay. I'm, I'm not saying when I was born, <laughs> but I was alive <laughs> okay. in 1990. Okay. All right. Just uh, Here we go. Let's see if I can cue this up. Wait for it. Oh, it was a simpler time. Here we go. A time of hope and faith in the future. Blue jeans and white t-shirts were in. And people fell in love with the Miata. A ragtop, a two-seater, a true roadster. Everyone seemed to be feeling pretty good. The Mazda Miata. It not only gives you a glimpse of the 90s, it takes you back as well. Man, I miss it when style was in style. (laughs) That's such a ballsy thing to say. It's... (laughs) So that's that's where we are at launch. So just and the soft, uh huh. <laughs> was that a trumpet? I don't know what that. But it was the a soft bit of, horn bit of jazz, section, bit of jazz, yeah. and it had you know it kind of had a little Man. bit of the greaser guys giving the thumbs up. Um, and and very progressive for them. A woman was driving the car. Oh, the look at Mazda. Yeah, so coming to nineteen ninety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's burn through the second gen real quick. Nineteen ninety nine. Uh, specs got a little heavier, a little slower. As as we all do. As, as we, we all age. do. Uh, and a little more expensive. Uh, big key part, lost the pop-up headlights. Yeah, so that broke, was my, something, broke my heart. Yeah. Uh, so, they, yeah, a lot of things break your heart. But <laughs> third generation, 2005. Uh, a little what, faster, a little that, more horsepower. And it got, it got angular. It did, and it got uh, it got fatter. Yep. Um, got a power retractable hardtop, which was popular. Yeah, I mean, pretty big deal. Constant complaint of any roadster, British or not, is a ragtop. 
Yes. And uh, fourth generation, which is what we're in now. Indeed. 2016 to current, which includes the RF, Yeah, which we'll talk about later. Uh, lost some weight. Lost okay. some weight and you got say faster. That. You say that. Yeah, it did. I mean, a little bit. It's hard. It gained it's 400 hard. pounds, lost it's, it's, 50, and you yeah. want a medal? Yeah, All right, we'll get into it later. It's we'll get old. It you know, it's, it's old by that time. Um, <laughs> I think that's mainly the basics. That brings, so, us up, that brings us up to today. Yeah, so that's Indy where we're at. Miata. And so the way this show or podcast works is we're going to have a few categories where Adam and I are going to choose our favorite car, our favorite version of this car. Year, era, whatever we decide. Model. And then we're going to gently, respectfully argue over why we think our side is best and uh, see where we get to. We're going to argue in a heated but not boiling over way, as Julia Childs would say. Well, the good news is I'm going to be correct, obviously. False. So that helps. Um, So where should we get started? What are you feeling? Do you want to reveal... Oh, I'm ready to go. Oh, uh, yeah? I'm, yeah? I'm raring okay. to go. All right. All Much right. like... Oh, wait. Oh. Before oh. before we get into oh, that. you tease. Before we get into oh, that. Oh, you tease. Uh, well, we have a sponsor's message or something? We do. We do. Uh, <laughs> some fairly famous people have owned these Miatas over the years. Fair enough. Yeah. You want to take a guess at some of them? Yeah, I've got a couple okay. that I dug up. Do uh, it. Two Brits. Okay. Simon Pegg. Fairly good. I think that's big. It's a big deal. That's a Mission Impossible, James Bond. I mean, I'd go Shaun of the Dead before oh, I went of Mission Impossible. Would. Of course you would. But okay, all right. God, all you care about is that box office number. Yeah. Uh, Steve film. Coogan, another yeah, Brit. Very good. Yeah. Big car guy. Big car guy. Good impressions. Big car guy. Yeah. And then Jay Leno. Yes. And one that you won't know. Yeah. Jennifer Capriotti. I don't know who for that is. For the tennis fans out there, she holds the record for the youngest player on the tour. And you, you know about her because you love tennis? Uh, or because yes, you love tennis skirts? And she was a cocaine enthusiast. <laughs> uh, so she did run into uh, some issues. So um, we can go into that later. But well, even if you're kicked out of tennis, you can always drive your Miata and be happy. That's true. Three out of the four yeah. don't have a cocaine problem as far as I know. As far as we have been able to prove. Uh, yeah. Nothing was ever proved. Well, and by we, I mean the court system. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. I did interrupt you. Go ahead and start with what uh, your choice is. Okay. So Adam's pick for the best Miata of all time, the best generation that you can possibly buy, I mean, it has to be the first generation. The N.A. Miata is the best Miata ever made. Just so you guys know, you're not here in the podcast room, but he is using his hands to uh, <laughs> shake them around. It's called gesticulation. Yes, yes. Okay. Back and it Sorry. is efficacious. No, it, it works. <laughs> I know. That's, that's what I just that's said. Why I, I use the big word to say that it works. Okay. Right. Go for it. Back to you. All right. I mean, should we just run over the headlines here? Manual gearbox, soft top. Pop-up headlights, for God's sakes. And it saved... Very dangerous to pedestrians. Very dangerous to pedestrians. And it saved the Roadster, dare I say, in the whole world. The NA is the best because it set the template for everyone, including whatever it is, which one you're going to choose. Mine is necessarily the predecessor of that and therefore the better example. Yeah, but just because it's first, do you think it's going to be best? 
Like for the for the like, purposes of this exact car, yes. That's like don't hold evolution. me to don't hold me to that later. <laughs> <laughs> so to disagree with you, I'm going to go with the latest version, or at least like 2018, 2019 of the RF Club Sport, which is like the Targa one. If you haven't seen it, so the fattest, slowest version. No, possible. not the fattest. Third generation was fattest. <laughs> this is the fastest one, ah. and some might say the most uh, masculine one. Which who? Just name everyone. one human. Uh, let's remember <laughs> Tony the, from the bar. The commercial <laughs> when they launched it. Who was driving it? The commercial you just played, you yeah. said was an old greaser, and that was for no, my. No, no, no. The woman was driving though. I'm just saying there was a certain. Oh, you're you're, you're casting aspersions. We'll get to that later. We'll get yeah, to that. Later. I do want to talk about okay. It's uh, reputation. Yes. shall we say deserved or not? Yeah, deserved it's, or not. It's um, okay. Well. I've got the retractable roof. I've got retractable top. lights. So those are that's the main thing. And it's faster, and it lost some weight, and it's the best handling of all of them. I, I don't know that's about best handling. And best looking. I, I don't it's think best I can, looking. I don't think I can definitely it's go that It's the best that. looking. I, I completely agree with you that yours has the most power. Yes. Uh, it has the most amenities. Okay. Right? But yeah, I've got. Um, yeah, what have you? What are you sporting in uh, that cabin? Let's see. Hang on, hang on. Um, I will not hang on while you frantically do internet we've research. Got, we've got. Hang on, no, hang on. <laughs> there was something about cup holders, but I can't find it. Do oh, you? I've got speakers in my uh, headrests and movable cup holders. I like how you put a period after that sentence, like it was important. Yeah, like I've ever, got speakers in my headrest. Have head you ever had speakers in your headrest? Yes, I have. Yeah, it changes the whole driving dynamic. <laughs> okay, I I just had option paralysis on all the ways to call that stupid. <laughs> that was what you just witnessed. So that would be a W in my column. It would not that, be. That would no. be a W, I believe, is what you're going with. When I have so many options, they can't even get through my mouth. That's a W for you. Mm. That's that. Okay, uh, I will so give. I will give it that you guys. have more amenities yes. and more power. I will okay. agree with that all day. Okay. The fallacy that your car falls into is the one that all modern cars are falling into of they're chasing numbers. So you're chasing horsepower, you're chasing comfort, you're chasing all that. And really what the NA proved is what people really want is stripped out and basic transportation that is fun. Fun sells. You've sold your soul with the ND. I still have a soul with the NA. I think mine's more fun. More power means more fun. I think people believe that until they encounter people? a like <laughs> even when you say people, people. you mean, people you mean believe, everyone people on the planet. People believe that until they encounter a low host horsepower fun car. Where in an alley? An encounter? <laughs> encounter. <laughs> Who talks like that? <laughs> okay, sorry. All right, we're getting off track. You gotta say <laughs> as um, we do. Yes. Uh, I mean, do we want, we want to talk about. Let's be- talk a little bit of impact. You yeah. touched on it a little bit. So go yeah, for it. So for me, the impact on popular culture that the NA had is it completely saved the British Roadster, or let's just say the Roadster as a vehicle platform worldwide. You know, you saw that BMW got into it with the Z3. Um, that's really the only example I can think, but that's still saved. Mazda sold millions of these things, and it kept the Roadster and possibly, you know, the convertible as an entry really alive. Okay. 
Did we have another Roadster at the time in the U.S. at all? When was the first Gen Z3? It shares an engine with the 1990s uh, I don't know. Uh, 3 Series, the okay. E30. Okay. So they're built on the same platform-ish. So the Z3 had to be around the same time. When um, do we think it came out? You're Googling? You're Googling. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to. I refuse not? to use the internet. And you, oh, for Christ's you're sake. going live. Yeah. You want to figure this okay. out. Uh, Z3, best guess, 94. 94 is when you think it came out? Yeah. Oh, 1995. Man. Okay. Pretty close. You're doing, not bad. So if I got a lottery ticket today, I would almost win. So it might have launched the Z3 because it came before. Any other roadsters? I don't think so. Not that I can remember. No, there's nothing from Nissan. I mean, there were convertibles, but there weren't what I would really call a roadster, roadster. like the Z. Was there anything was a in Europe? Big car. Was there anything in Europe? Well, we've got the BMW, Audi. I think definitely not. No. Porsche. Porsche. When's the Boxster? Boxster's ninety nine. Yeah. So ninety eight, ninety nine. No. Porsche, BMW, Audi. We got, you know, Chevy, Ford. They're not doing roadsters anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corvette's not a roadster. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. And then the odd Lotus or TVR that can crawl out of the UK. Well, so popular culture-wise, I think it's tough. My car just came out. However... I think the impact... And this is already an excuse. No, no, no. (laughs) I think the impact is that the RF, or this generation, was the first one that people said that looks more appealing to both male and female. You said that. No, that's what it says. People said that? People People you encounter in alleys said that? I think (laughs) it definitely looked more... Aggressive. I can't. I, I cannot buy that. Every every single generation of Miata that has come out, it says, you know, we're going to be more masculine this time. We're going to be but more the, masculine. With the RF, it does. It got haunches. Oh, you just, think it finally think so. achieved what it's always tried to and failed? No, I think it did it this time. All right, yeah. all right. And as far as industry goes, the impact. I mean. It just came out, so it has. But, but the <laughs> so RF, it has no impact. That's a win for me. But I'm trying to think <laughs> other than. Uh, Porsche, who has a Targa? Oh. Uh, well, all Corvettes, other than the convertible, the the standard Corvette. But is it retractable? you got to take it off you yourself. You have to take it off. Yeah, yeah, correct. So fully power retractable hardtop. <laughs> yeah, Porsche. And that was only just recently. No, they've been doing Targas for generations. That's true. Even including powered ones, so yeah. no. But, okay. yes, not a lot of Targa tops. All right, so so that so we we both kind of touched on uh, car culture, yes, popular culture. I don't yes. think yours has been any movies. No, to, I mean I'm not sure, yet. I'm sure it's been in a few shows not or something. Yet. But well, the but the NA, oh mercy me, that uh, has invaded pop culture. Was that one of the main reasons you watched Sabrina the Teenage Witch? I mean, for do the you car? do you need multiple reasons to watch Sabrina the Teenage I, Witch? I think so. You've got Sabrina the Teenage Witch. You've got Chuck. Uh, also, Love Bug. Yeah, uh, nineteen ninety seven. When I when I looked up the Miata in like movies, what'd you find? I it was chock full of them, but a lot of them were just like, "Hey, it was passing by at this this one time stamp." I think the Miata fans of the world are out there spotting them. It's like it was in this movie when it was just in the background. <laughs> Do you think it's just not a star car? 
Ooh, it's a star car. Ask but Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That was a star car. In the movies? Is it made in the movies? I will say that, uh, and, and, you know, segueing into a new topic, mm-hmm. that it was uh, featured in the birdcage. Interesting. Interesting. Not, not as a hero car. Interesting. So let's let's briefly touch on that okay. reputation okay. of the Miata, if Which, we can carefully. Yes. I don't think mine suffers from it as much as yours, perhaps. <laughs> so I'll let you go first. Uh, I I will yeah I like how you want it to come out of my mouth so I'm the one that gets cancel no, culture. No, I, just... <laughs> I I would say tactfully yes that the Mazda Miata has always up into today mm-hmm. including today we don't have any advertisers right now so it's really we, matter. It doesn't really matter we're not going to lose it <laughs> uh, it has always suffered from an ill-deserved reputation of being shall we say for hairdressers. Not oh. not for much like the Boxster that also much like the Boxster yeah I think it's not fair but basically it it has a car that it has a reputation I'm sorry of not being serious of being a bit soft of being a particular fit for those of the female and homosexual persuasion perhaps shall we say but it's such a good driving car it's just it's never deserved that reputation I think it was dare I say cute when it came out. Adorable, and perhaps. It, and it kind of captured the the world's attention for its cuteness that it just got put into a camp that it didn't deserve to be in. Would you agree with that or disagree? Do you think it deserves the reputation that it has? No. No, I'll give you that. It's definitely a fun driving car. But I think due to the marketing at the time and the way they launched it and that it might have been put in an unfortunate spot. Yeah, that that saxophone and, solo was not helping. And anything. I think due to the size of the vehicle, yeah, that's true. If you were a size matters when plus it comes to cars. sized American at the time, and used to getting into a Ford Mustang, say, getting into pouring into a Mazda Miata, a tiny little roadster, might not have been uh, more favorable. So the best thing to do is just to say, like, oh, that's not for me. Yeah. So it's easier to label it. I find it interesting that Mazda, as I mentioned earlier, Mazda has been fighting that reputation since Mm -hmm. the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Subaru got a reputation of being for lesbians, and they just pushed for it. They said, that sounds great. Yeah. We're going to go to Oregon. (laughs) We're going to go to Seattle. We're going to push into that. And they've killed that market. They've done so well. Very tiny market. Yeah, it's uh, fair enough. But Mazda's been like, no, 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 we're very masculine, very masculine. They've just been fighting that fight forever. Well, I think they should have just owned it and given you like some haircutting scissors in the boot, something. They could have done something interesting there. That's true. That's true. That was a missed opportunity, I think when they're trying to do like, you know, Mass Japanese market. heritage and samurai swords and whatever it is, people are like, what are you doing? Okay, so um, so the headline question is, do we think the popular perception of this car matches up to reality? And I say no. I'll agree with you on that. Yeah. I'll give you that one. Yeah. That I might be the one round you win. I think here. it's I think it's coming around where I think the RF has helped to move the <laughs> See, I was gonna say that the NA now is kind of old enough and cheap enough. That the only people buying it are young men, you know, 21 to 27, who can afford it or can't afford anything else, let's be honest. And now they're kind of turning it into a boy racer car. Mm. So I think for the NA, it's it's But it's always it's been turning. a racer. That was my, yeah, that's it was fair. Always, yeah. But I, f- I feel like I, f- 
I feel on the pulse of the popular zeitgeist that it is now changing for the early cars that now they're seen as like tuners, much as the E30 is now. Okay. But not so much for NC, definitely not NT, maybe not NB, but first, maybe second gen, it's changing. Okay. Maybe. Uh, so now we talked about the past and my car that lives in the future. Uh, you think either of these are future classic or going to hold some value at some point? I think my I think the NA is already a classic. Full I'm planting that flag yeah. firmly. I think the RF will get there, but I think it's gonna be a while. But I, I think just, I just don't see looking back, I don't see the difference between yours and the NC, the third gen. Like but if I'm ten if I'm ten years down the road. It's the Targa. And there's now another generation of Miata. But the Targa changes that the, the car looks totally different. Yeah, it has a roof now. That comes off. It's a target. <laughs> it's, it's, it's. I, I hear that you think yours is somehow going to be in a classic. Yeah. It won't be. No. It will not be. So you think. It's I just mean, an also ran. Yeah, but is this even. Here's here's the greatest proof point I could ever come up with. Oh, God. This here we go. You're going to do it now? You don't want to save it? <laughs> <laughs> you might need it. Did you see the movie Looper with that Joseph Gordon Levitt? Yeah, where they, like, shoot people to go back in time? You nailed it. Something like that? It's so great. Is that that Bruce Willis in there? So that's set in the future, right? Okay. And so it's in the future, and our star drives a first-generation Miata because in his time, it's a classic. Already in movies today, they're saying— When was his time? Ooh, 2050? I don't know. Oh, so way It's been a while since I watched that movie. Okay. I mean, it's whenever we invented time travel, so at least next year. Okay. <laughs> but yes, it was it was spotted as a classic in that movie, which I think says, like, well, it's a classic now. Okay. At least as far as those producers are concerned. So yes, mine is already a classic. I don't know anyone with an RF. Ooh. Yeah. Do you know anyone with an NA? I don't know anyone with an RF. Do I know anyone with an NA? Yeah. Or any Miata. I know, I know someone who has owned one, sold it. Do we have any Miatas at the Motoring Club? At the Motoring Club, we definitely have Miatas. Yeah. Yes, I know okay. several. Okay, I got a question for you. Yeah. Could we we kind of touched on this, but okay. could the Miata have been made by another brand in 1990? Could it have been a Nissan? Could it I, have been a Jaguar or a Datsun? Or a Datsun. I mean, a Jaguar that would have been fantastic, or some sort of. I mean. The, no, not for Jaguar because they're too much about luxury and they wouldn't have made a bare bones. And if it was a Jag, thing. the hood would have been enormous and it would have been really good. It would have been amazing. Yeah. But I think at the time, who would have made one? Ford would have screwed it up hard. I don't – yeah, Ford's you know, not going to make a small take, car. Take something like a Chevy Citation and cut the roof off. Uh, and Chevy's say, not going to do it because no. they're all still making big cars in the 90s. And today. <laughs> but I could see – I mean, I could I, – I mean, BMW made it later, basically. Yeah, with, with the, the Z3. So I think BMW could have made it. Porsche eventually made it with the Boxster. It would have been great to see an entry-level Porsche, like a baby one. A, a new 914. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that worked so well for them the first time. It did in a way. It held its I own. Hate it that was, car. It's not terrible. I think I think Porsche could have done it. Would someone have done it better? Porsche would have done it better. Mm, they just would have made it more expensive. 
Yeah, that's better. <laughs> but it wouldn't have been as yeah, I hear you. accessible, no. which wouldn't have made as it an icon, I think. That's if we say that. I completely agree with that. Yeah, you're right. So you're right. I don't think another Japanese could have. I could definitely see a Nissan Miata, and it would have been very similar. I think what, yeah, you know, a Toyota would have been more. Toyota would have been great. Toyota would have been great. It would have been more beige. Well, be, well, I mean, Toyota had the you know MR2. That's fair. So, and that was in the '80s. So, what's the so difference between the MR2 and the Miata? Why did well, one it's a soft top? Why did one capture the world? You think that's the difference? Yeah, and it was just the the Miata was was like a yeah the MR2 was a little racer. It was yeah, especially the Miata that. was the NA was soft yeah and you know rounded. That's fair. And you know okay, so that's the difference. It's a soft top. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I mean, because they had T, they had Targa for the MR2. Correct. Is that's it Targa? Correct. Yep. Um, Multi tops. What else? Where was the Mm, yeah. I don't know if Toyota would have made a soft top. Because remember, the MR2 <laughs> became a soft top after the Miata came out. Remember? No. Yeah. that. Miata, remember the uh, before the MR2, the MR2 died, top. it had those big headlights? That was a soft top. All I can think of is a really swoopy RX-7 looking, what is that, second gen? Third gen? Second gen? Yeah, here he is typing away, Ty- trying to finding me a soft top to MR2. MR2 Spider. Remember? Not really. Here. Right. I can't believe I'm showing I you mean, something I'm o- on my laptop. I'm okay right. with not remembering. Oh, yeah. that thing. Yeah, that's the MR2. Oh, man, I remember yeah. that car. Yeah. That's, yeah, that yeah. should have. That's in 2000. Yeah, so, Toyota, you screwed it up. No, but they saw. They must have seen the Miata and said, oh, why don't we do a soft top? Yeah, and it does take about 10 years to develop a car, so that makes it, sense. It, it's, uh, it had the googly eyes, and yep. it was basically um, <laughs> an ugly Boxster. It was basically a bug-eye Sprite for the 2000s. Yes, but yeah. it was an ugly Boxster. Sort okay. Of. Uh, Look at that angle. Oof. You, play <laughs> 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 you played us an ad from yes. 1990. Yes. Does the Miata live up to its advertisements? Well, that ad was for your era. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And, and I so would say that the NA surpasses the advertisement. It's so much more yeah, fun than a saxophone you, solo. Well, <laughs> it's so much more fun. I mean, the current advertising for the RF is pretty great. I don't know if Can you, you even I'm sure you've remind seen it. me of it because I can't think of it. I'm going to open with the tagline. Okay, please. Give in the temptation. <laughs> yeah. Ah, ah. That's a little saucy. Now, it is. That's it is. a little saucy. And, and now, uh, some of the headlines. Okay, well, no, 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 wait, no, no, wait. no, no, no. Okay, go ahead. When you drive the RF, do you feel like you're giving in to temptation? I think so. It's it's a bit naughty. It's, <laughs> a, bit, it's a bit forbidden. <laughs> All right, continue. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna give you five words, four words: powerful, wonderful, masterful, perfection. Any idea what they all have in common? They're all full of blank. Since we don't have sponsors yet, and I probably could still swear. They all have RF in there. Oh man! And that, <laughs> That's yeah, too yeah. clever. Can you beat that? That's too Can you clever. Beat that? <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, you can have that advertising campaign. That's all yours. Uh, they launched it with 
Uh, I Can't Help Falling in You, In Love With You by Elvis Presley. They launched the RF? That's what the song they used. Yeah. yeah. See, it's for old people. It's for old people that remember when that song came out. Okay. All but, right, keep I going. I mean... <laughs> Uh, I know in the modern era we don't do commercials; we do influencers. Yeah, right, because yeah. that's your you're on the YouTube. It's my world. Yeah, uh, a certain reviewer that a lot of people hold in high esteem. Can't wait to learn who this is. Mr. Doug Demuro calls the RF Miata the best one ever, and uses the words like perfectly proportioned. So you want to hang. Your just, car on you, someone else's do you argument. Have an influencer that's that's with that many thank views. The two and a half million views. <laughs> thank the Lord Can that in 1990 there were no influencers. I mean, there's definitely Miata influencers today, but again, they're 24 year old men with spiky hair that live in their mom's basements. Generalization. Yeah. Anyway, so mine's more popular and has more views. Oh. It's more well liked by influencers. Oh, okay. If you can't defend, I'm just saying. Okay, so. Adverts, uh, anything we would have changed with the car? You think there could have been something done to your car or mine that would have made it better? Uh, yeah. Where did I? Oh, you have a list. I wrote it down, oh, and do now it. I Look can't even you. remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, As yeah. You... Oh. I, had, I had a thought. Okay. For once, I had mm-hmm. a thought. Your what, own thought. What if there was a Miata lineup? What if there was a small, like, samurai-sized SUV, CUV at the time. Like, what if Miata was a brand? That would have killed. Okay, so what's in that? What's in the brand? Okay, so you have to have the Miata, your little roadster. You have to have a roadster-capable small SUV. Like, everything has to be small and basic. And I think, follow me me on this one, beach buggy. Like a Manx? Yeah. Okay. A beach buggy Miata. Like a raise? So a bit of lift. Okay. Four by four? Very, no. Def- no. I think that kills your cost. Okay. So no. no. And, and it's not like beach buggies were four by fours. That's the v- true. The VW ones, right? That's true. So no. Keep the platform the same. Who's buying that except the people in the floor? <laughs> 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 the Hamptons would be full. True. Full of it. True. I just, okay. I think it'd be really fun if the Miata had turned into a brand. Like they're doing with all the cars today. You know, the Mustang is own brand now instead of one true. car. Like if Miata was a brand, that would have been... Just all cheap, fun, smiles per hour cars. Okay. That would have been great. Like a little Fiat Panda sized. Oh, yeah. But, okay. with, but with a canvas top. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. A tiny Jeep Wrangler. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what else do we have? So we got the sports car, the mini SUV, a buggy. A buggy. Is there a wagon? Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah? Yeah. But okay. now we're getting into like, you'd be the size of a Civic. So mm. really, what's yeah. the point? Okay. But a wagon could be. You could talk me into a wagon. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's that's my uh, what, missed opportunity. Would you buy a electric Miata? Yeah. The Miata went electric. Like that made me think yeah. of it because you said Mustang. Yeah, went exactly. Electric. I think, you know, the problem with small cars being electric is there's no room for batteries. So if you, in a magical world, if we got past that problem and a small car like a Miata could have two 300 miles with a range okay. yes and i mean the chevy bolt has that so yeah. we might be there we're probably there now um yeah i think that's because you're not taking the miata on a cross-country trip you can but you're a masochist yeah, you're true. driving it around town yeah and in and like in the canyons and having fun with it electric would kill i think a modern electric car what about uh 
I mean, my my RF doesn't suffer from this, but you, you know. <laughs> it suffers uh, from enough already. Uh, what about uh, a little more power back in the day? You throw a B8 in that? Yeah, I hear you. Uh, no, absolutely not. I think that is no? the, that's the easy answer that everyone wants, and it ruins the car. But what if I had a Miata like GT oh, back in the day that had crazy horsepower in it along with your buggy, along with your – SUV. A Miata GT. Yeah. With a with a V6? Or Miata R or something. Yeah. Yeah. Miata yeah. R spec. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no? No, it is interesting. I'm just, I am really dubious of that argument because okay. I think it misses the point. But would I buy one in a heartbeat? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just, just, it's just yeah. tough, right? Okay. It's like, you know. It's hard to resist that temptation and accept the Miata for what it is and what made it popular. It's a, that it's accessible. And it's not so powerful that it's dangerous. All right. What about... Uh, Would you take one in a V8? I like the idea of a V8 being in there. But I also like the idea of electric. A little go-kart to zip around in. Now, you drove a V8 Mazda once. I did. Miata. Back in the day, there's a place in San Diego called Monster Miata, and they would stuff a V8 in that thing, and you could tell because it had a little vent on the hood, or a little raised area. On the top of it? Oh, like, uh, so a, a whole raised area to fit the engine in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit, and a little, like, breathing hole. Um, <laughs> I love your technical terms. And they were terrifying. <laughs> they were terrifying. See, yeah. this is my yeah. point. <laughs> but but a lot of fun. I mean. Yeah, how much did you smile when you drove that thing? Yeah, yeah, it was it was fairly scary, though. <laughs> All right. Um, so now, I mean, yeah. we've complained about what we've changed or what we would have liked to have seen. True. What is, of, of what made it, what's your favorite part of your car, the RF? My car has all the good parts, so it's hard to pick. <laughs> oh, so is that right? Ev- as we go evolutionary-wise. Yeah. Uh, but I got to go with the RF top. So... You, I know you've been ha- you've been hanging your hat on that it's this whole time. It's fantastic because the full <laughs> retractable roof was too much. Uh, that's a lie, but continue. No, it's too much weight, all that kind of stuff. This is the best of both worlds. I get the roof down. It still doesn't, you know, protect you from some wind. You know what's really good for vehicle dynamics is having all that weight up top. I think yeah, it does really it, well. Can, yeah, but it comes <laughs> off and then it sits in the car, so it's great. All right, go ahead with your future. Okay. I so, know what you're going to pick, but go oh, ahead. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. So everyone says pop-up headlights. Mm-hmm. That's not the best feature. It uh, is a. It is, is that what I was going to say? Yeah, yeah. It is a great feature. It's not the best feature. Okay. The best feature of the NA Miata is the suspension, the whole thing. Because that's what makes that car interesting. If it was too soft, if it was too hard, it would have scared everyone away, right? If it was a Cadillac, a tiny little Cadillac, it would have gone off the canyon walls, which I'm sure already happens. If it was too hard and rough in a little sports car, the hairdressers of the world wouldn't have bought it. It was perfectly in the middle. It really took that Lotus inspiration that the car came from and nailed it. So my favorite part is, is the suspension. Did it share suspension with anything else? Or was it all I, only? I can't answer that. No. I'm sure some components came yeah. from the Mazda 3. Hmm. wonder if they did anything that's specifically to the Miata. I'm sorry. It was the, all new. I'm sorry. The 323. I drove a three two three, and then I a drove, and then I drove a six two six. 
And? Yeah, I'm Mazda through and through. Oh, okay. And, so we're, and oh. finally, I graduated to the RX-7, and that's when I became cool. Oh, okay. Which What year was your RX-7? Uh, 93. So it was okay. the FD. It was the last generation. Was that the, like, sleek one? Yes, correct. Looking one? Okay. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and it was always broken. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was always. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it looked so cool, and it's impossible to look cool on the yeah. side of the road with your hood up. What color was it? Black. Uh, Black over tan. Oh, very cool. Yeah, my sister had a 323. Okay. So I drove that for like a couple weeks as I learned. And then I got a 626. And we weren't a Mazda family. Like that didn't – it just like – it was a cheap car on a lot, and that's what I got as a a young boy. So not to go totally off the rails, but it's an interesting point you bring up about being a car family because that was definitely a thing – I feel previous generations of oh we're a Ford family we're Correct. a Chevy family absolutely. Do you think that exists anymore? I do. Yeah, I do. I, I just think don't hear anyone referring to that. I I see and talk to people who know nothing about cars. Yeah, and they say, well, we've always owned Toyotas. Okay. Right, and that's that's what we're talking about. It's yeah. like the, those safe choices. Yeah. Like, well, we've always had this, or I've always owned Toyotas, so that's what I got with. It's the fear of the unknown. Hmm. And that's what, whether it's the family that's making those yeah. choices or just you've always had that car, yeah. it's just taking out fear. But, yeah, yeah I think it still exists. It's still, we're like, okay, yeah. all right. I'm trying to think what family, my, what car family we were. Are, or are you like a continent family? Do you only do European cars? No, Japanese? so my parents are English. So back in the day when you came to America, when they did, you always got an American car. So we always you gotta had to prove your bona fides. No, but that was like uh, they could never have the big engines in Europe. Sure, they always had the tiny little engines and their little sprites and their little yeah. Fiats and stuff yeah. like that. So as soon as they came over here, uh, the first thing they wanted when my dad got up was a Trans Am. So that's what I, took. <laughs> I, I took my driver's test in the smoking the Bandit car. Hell yes! Yeah, yeah. hell so, yes! Uh, All downhill from there. Could this car? be made today well, well that you're i mean mine is, is. <laughs> yours mine is. is so that's so feel free to argue mine yeah uh well i don't think people would buy such a base shall we say you know simple car like that now you are 100 percent wrong okay go you ahead re- you ready for this yeah 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 i'm ready it is being made today and it's called the BRZ FRS Toyota 86. It's basic. It's low horsepower. And they're selling pretty well. Are they? They Yeah. Because they, where, keep, they where? keep renewing them. They keep I, renewing I it. They keep them. re-upping it. And where they're making they? new generations. Okay. Uh, Toyota announced they're going to make another one. Okay. Okay. So that's clearly success enough. I'm not saying it lit the world on fire like the Miata did. Mm. But it is being made today. It's the FRS or 86 or whatever you want to call it. And I'm glad to see that that same ethos of, no, let's ignore the horsepower wars. Let's just make a fun driving car. And it works. It sells. But it's not being made by Mazda. No. Nope. Right? Well, I mean, the RF. I mean, I yeah, yours is. Yeah, you thing, just, but, but, you but, forget about your no, own no, car? No, but I think that <laughs> it's, it's a lot different than what it launched as. What, the RF yeah. is different than the? Yeah, than what it started out Yeah, as. it got fat and lazy. It got luxurious. Even the, no, yes, but it, it got did. luxurious. Like all things tend to do in the car world. Yeah. It just, just add, add more leather, more more. add yeah. more heated seats, add this, and just the weight goes speakers up and up. Speakers in the headrest. Speakers headrest. in the headrest. Yeah, Thank, you. That's, <laughs> Thank that's you. That's when you hit peak luxury. Yeah. 
is when your car has speakers and the headrest, you've gone too far. Yep. Okay. So uh, top pop culture moment. Ooh. This one's tough for me because my car is relatively new. See, you don't have any leg to stand no, on as you're saying, being the better model. I have picks I'm, for all I'm of gonna, these, I'm and gonna, all you can say is mine's brand new. Yeah, but I think I think top moment for the RF. I mean, other than Doug Demuro, I don't think I, I don't think I have much to go with. Uh, I, I have no idea. Okay, I, I'm gonna go with Doug Demuro. That's all I got. Wow, that's yeah. a sad day in the RF world. Yeah. Uh, the top pop culture moment for the NA was the general way it kind of took over pop culture that first year it was introduced. It was everywhere. And uh, as you so helpfully explained to me earlier, it's in every episode of The Simpsons. Yes. Not many people know that. Which is mind-blowing. Yes. Some people might say it was a fiat, but if you look close. <laughs> what? No, because Springfield's an American town. Yeah. No. I don't buy it. Yeah. No. Uh, oddly enough, it was also in... No, 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 no. You got to explain the Simpsons thing. You can't just oh. gloss over that. Oh, well, so it was, it was outside the – I think it was outside the bar, whatever Most. bar they went to. Went and to so Most. when they do that interstitial scene where it's a still shot. So you're talking during the intro. No, no, no. The so credits. they would go, like, when they went to, like, change scenes. Oh, well, then that's not – okay. No. It, it's not every Simpsons ever. Uh, but in any anyone with Moe's – it no, was outside. it wasn't Moe's, but it's outside on the street. It might be, I don't know where it is, but yeah. It's yeah. in every episode. <laughs> According to the internet. Yes, yes. Um, and CSI, Bernie Mac Show, and the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. The, the, oh, the movie, yeah. right? Not yeah. the old yeah. black and white no, TV no, no, show. No, no, no. I was really no. confused. No, no. Um, but yeah, the, the RF is not, no. It hasn't made it into anything. Not yet. No. Not but yet. it will. I think I think it's going to have a moment. So now, I don't need to convince anyone to buy my car because it's awesome. <laughs> you haven't convinced me yet. Well, but why not? So either of these cars, why, why am I all tangled up? Uh, why not a Chevy Spark? Why the Chevy Spark? Why not just choose the Chevy Spark over either of these cars? Because, because the Chevy Spark is currently the, I mean... Nears makes no difference. It's the cheapest car, new car available today. Yeah. It MSRP starts at thirteen two two, but so it does thirteen grand two hundred and twenty. It does everything that a car needs to do, right? Yeah. So <laughs> it has two doors. It has a steering wheel, four yeah. doors. But honestly, there's some tech in this thing. Yeah. You ready? For, you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Take All right. A user friendly infotainment system, as opposed to anything out of Jaguar. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. seven-inch touchscreen. Seven inches is a lot. On your Chevy Spark. I'm not I'm not going there. Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, Bluetooth, voice command, and a Wi-Fi hotspot. All, so Which I can get none that. None that your car has. I, none no. of those things. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can get this brand new off the lot. Yeah. No deal, no incentives. Yeah. I could walk out with thirteen grand for my Chevy Spark. New, brand new car. So why, what you're asking is, why would you get any generation Miata well, as opposed to just basic transportation? Your generation, compared to the Spark, like roughly a good running NA, yep. great shape. Yep. What is it, t- tw- 10 grand? Oh, man. Three to five. And five's generous. Really? Yeah, you get them. In for- a perfect one? 
I mean, in a bring a trailer quality, yeah, they'd be going for five, maybe seven. Okay. No, you get. Uh, I was looking at like the the market report for 2020 so far. Okay. And there, you know, you pick them up all day for the 12 to 200, 2000s. I'm sorry, 1200 to 2000. Wow. All right. But 3000 is like as a runner, it's good. It's it's. It only well, has very slight. We, we do have different descriptions of. I understand. Running. I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. Only only slight uh, cosmetic problems in what's the paint. A, what's the like museum quality? What's that going to be? Probably run? seven. Okay. All right. So it's yeah. Half, they're well below ten. Man. Half the price of a perfect Chevy Spark. Yeah. So. So okay. you can have two Miatas, which you I mean you'll probably need them <laughs> for parts. <laughs> All right. So basically, we, so could, why? we could do double Miata for the price of one Spark. Yeah, why? But I would say, man, driving that Spark is going to be soulless. Not even soulless, but okay. soul-sucking. Have you been in one of these little econo boxes in the last, like, five years? I have. Oh, I man. Have. Even I the upholstery feels just abrasive against your skin, and you just know it is the cheapest option. They drive terribly. You're not going to smile in that car. I, I will say this. You will never smile no, in that car. No. I don't care what's happening. I don't care what illegal act is happening inside. Yeah. You will never smile in a Chevy Spark, but you will smile in a Miata. So the problem with the RF. Beyond is, its price? Well, you're, it's, it's twice as expensive as a Chevy Spark. Uh, we're approaching, yeah, it's almost, ex- actually, it's more, <laughs> more than two. So... The question is, do I want half an RF or two NAs or a Chevy Spark is basically Ooh. what it comes down to. I yeah. know. Yeah. So, no, I think convince me that your car is twice as good as a Chevy Spark. Better looking than a Chevy Spark. 100%. 100%. 100%. Better performance. Uh, you think that's true? It's close, but a win's a win. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, As Vin Diesel said, it's not. Uh, have I been over the speakers and the headrests? <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's no way. I bet the Chevy Spark has no, paper doesn't. speakers no, no, down by the no. floor. Yeah, if yeah. you're lucky. Uh, okay, all right. It's got more, yeah, more power, more performance, more. I mean, everything. It's a great. However, it is very expensive and probably expensive to insure. Yeah, I bet. But I would still recommend. To a young driver of today to get the RF over the spark. <laughs> you know, so would I. Yeah. So yeah. Would I. <laughs> So in this round, the Chevy Spark doesn't win. I yeah. think we agree that the – although it's more reliable than your car, a Chevy Spark. I don't know. We're talking – those were the, the peak days of Japanese longevity, right? Those 90s. Well, there's no tech. It's got better tech. There's Chevy no spark. tech to break. You know, no, okay. like the ni- so 90s, Spark, anything that came out okay. of Japan in the 90s okay. is lasting 200,000 miles. It's so wonderful. if your car broke down or yep. if my RF broke down, yep. we'd still not take the spark. We'd just wait it out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Easily. All right. I would be loath to rent a spark at an airport kiosk. What scenario would get you into a spark? Oh, Harry, Blizzard. <laughs> oh, really? There's inclement weather. Yeah. And I've got to go more than 12 miles. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. I think that I think gets I, us to the end. I think we've argued enough. enough. I think it's I think it's time for my favorite section of, of closing arguments. Yes. Do you want to lead the way on this one? Where we uh, basically no interruptions allowed. No. 
No. Just you get to make your piece. No rebuttals. I think we've been very good this we, round of we, interrupting. We make our piece. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's our closing arguments. Also, I would just like to say right now for the future of this podcast that we banish the phrase agree to disagree. Did we say that? No. Oh, and I'm see? glad. We, but yeah. I just I just hate that sentiment. It's like, no, either have the argument or don't. Don't say, like, well, I, I disagree with you, but I'm not going to. That's the most passive-aggressive thing I'd ever say. I agree to disagree. No, let's have the argument. So I'm saying that right now. Uh, if you was, say that, I'm storming out. This is just Ever. a page from Adam's journel. Ever. In case you guys had <laughs> tuned out and just come back in. This is uh, It's a diary. This, okay. is, this is his diary entry today. All right. Uh, closing arguments. No, no, Let's no. move on. That was, that was beautiful. <laughs> I think our listeners will find that very valuable information. You mean my mother? Because that's the only listener we have so far. That's okay. That's, that's okay. okay. I like your mom. Hi, Susan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to you. Closing arguments. Closing arguments. Why... The NA first generation Mazda Miata is best. And first of all, I mean, like, I want to be really particular about which one I would pick. Of course you are. Um, you're, you're a particular <laughs> man. Uh, yeah. In the middle of the first generation, they updated the engine from a 1.6 to a 1.8. They're both great engines. The one, the one. <laughs> <one, laughs> the 1.8 is marginally better, and it's the one to buy. Okay. Um. They also did change dashes at the oh. same time, mm-hmm. and the f- I love a good and dash. the first one is more desirable than the second one. So you really want to get a 1.8 that someone has swapped the earlier dash into, and then you're kosher. But we're getting real specific now. <laughs> All right. So again, for our listeners, what year and spec is the car? So it's the NA Miata. It's the 1994 is the one you want with a 1.8 engine. And you want the early dash, which you'd have to steal from an earlier car and retrofit in. That's what you okay. want. I mean, it bolts in, but so all right, all right. My car that I'm recommending. You Wait, actually, that that wasn't my closing argument. That was your closing. No, argument. No, that was not my closing argument. I was just getting real specific, oh my real God. fast. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay. I'll get to the point. Okay. I'll get to the point. I'm oh sorry. Oh my God. But wow. let's be. If you thought that was my closing argument, you interrupted me. No, I just wanted to move on. <laughs> which fair. Yeah. All right, closing argument. Okay, here we go. The reason. The 1.8 NA Mazda Miata is the best one is simply smiles per hour and smiles per dollar. It is the cheapest, most fun you can have in a car today, especially out of all the Miatas. But, you know, any car full stop, it's just such a fun way to drive. That why. That, that's, my, that's it. That's my whole argument. Smiles per hour, smiles per dollar. The NA is the clear winner. All right, so a little trip into reality is what we'll do with the RF. The reason the RF is better is it's faster. It has all the tech. It finally looks like a real car. And it has, like I said earlier, the power that your car is missing. And it has, I don't want to say one of a, it's only RF of its kind. Uh, which makes it stand out, which makes it cool. And also, when you open up the hood, there's no engine cover, so you can see all the bits, which is pretty cool. I like that. That's a thing. I like that. Uh, I just want to throw that in there. Uh, And it is just as fun as yours to drive. The 
price is an issue, but in modern dollars, if you're not living in the early 90s, uh, it's the best, most fun roadster for the money today. Yeah, today. Today? Yeah. Yeah. I don't Not back then. (laughs) And also, it doesn't look like it just stole the idea from a British roadster, which is what they did. But uh, anyway, the, sorry, the, copied. The word you're looking for that you're finding unable to pronounce is homage. That's that's what that is. Or Grand Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's uh, it. Fans. Yeah. P- listeners, two of you, Susan yes. and someone else. Yes. What do you Dorothy? think? Yeah. Dor- Dorothy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think? What was the best Miata? Or is it not the Miata? Is it the Chevy Spark? Uh, let us know what you think. I'm sure by now we'll have set up social channels. Yes. Or we won't. Send us or a letter. Not. Yeah. You Email, know? whatever you want. A phone you know? call. I'll put my address online. You can online. call the motoring club. I don't Adam's care. here. You yeah. can, Adam's here all the time. You yeah. can come to the motoring I'll club. I'll get my key code online. Yeah. I don't yeah. care at all. So let us know what you wrong. think. Adam's probably definitely wrong. Uh, so let us know. And we look forward to hearing from you. Adam, this was fun today. You know, uh, as opposed to all the other days, yes, today was fun. This was a lot better. Yes. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank Until you guys time. very much.